Welcome to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wong, and I'm so thrilled that you're here. This is a place where you'll be guided to living your most aligned life so that your truest, most radiant self can emerge. We'll be jamming on topics ranging from spirituality, entrepreneurship, to wellness and lifestyle design, and everything in between that can support you to grow, evolve, and shine, all the while not taking ourselves too seriously. So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea, and let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sacred Emergence Podcast. And today I have a lovely, lovely woman with me uh, all the way from Australia. So Lexi Jane is our guest. And uh, Lexi, welcome to the podcast. And you are the first guest who is from across the ocean. So welcome. Oh, thank you. How exciting. (laughs) I feel very privileged. Yay. Yeah. So Lexi, you and I... um, got connected through the school of soul wealth and uh, we were chatting last week and I just loved your energy and your story. And like, I could have talked to you for like hours. Um, but I think we ended up talking for an hour. (laughs) We did. (laughs) Yeah. And it was, it was so lovely to get to know you more. And, uh, I really just, when we were talking, I was like, Oh my God, you need to totally come onto the podcast. Um, I just really love your insights and just you're a powerhouse. So do you want to start by sharing your story and, and how things kicked off for you? Sure. Um, so ooh, around seven years ago, I um, made a conscious decision and left my husband. And I, we had a little girl who was, she was two at the time. And through that, my ex-husband was really great, but my family um, didn't really cope with it very well. And through that journey, I, um, went through a load of stress, overwhelm, anxiety, depression. Um, so lots of different counselors, psychologists, um, and it was quite a traumatic time for me. And there was one morning I woke up on my kitchen floor after, with a note next to me after taking um, quite a lot of endone and drinking a lot of alcohol. Um, and I woke up and saw the note next to me and I was just, it was a bit of a wake-up call to pull my head in. And I had a little girl who needed her mummy. And um, so that kind of led me on a journey to, I went on antidepressants and any anxiety tablets after that to really sort myself out and really stabilize myself and can I I pause for a second (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) so uh you woke up with a note next to you and did you not remember the note and it was a suicide note was that yeah specific okay yeah and you don't remember Um, writing it or anything um not really no no that's crazy Um, like what alcohol and drugs will do. Yeah, I was in a pretty low place and I knew that I, I, um, yeah, I was home alone and it was just, yeah, a really, really dark, dark time period of my life. Um, yeah. So then I got to a point where I was starting to get better and then my appendix almost burst and I was holding my stress internally 
Wow. And that was another wake up call to really dig deeper into the emotional side of what was going on inside of my body. It wasn't just my body saying your appendix are about to burst. It was what's the emotion that's connected to why that's happened. And then on that journey of having my appendix out, <laughs> um, <laughs> once I had them out six weeks later, I went back for my checkup and I said to the doctor or to the surgeon, I'm still getting my stomach still blowing up. Every time I have something to eat, it's not feeling right after the operation. He said, well, that's not normal. Maybe you have cancer that I missed. Gee. Oh, good. That's <laughs> exactly what I want to <laughs> Maybe hear. Maybe you have cancer. <laughs> oh, my God. That's exactly what you want to hear after you've had a big operation. Um, so then I went back in, had an endoscopy, colonoscopy, and um, there was nothing in there. And so then that's when I did lots of research around it all and it came down, it was stress that I was holding within my body. So then I was still having quite a bit of challenges. Well, my relationship with my mum wasn't where I wanted it to be. So then I kind of just found this network marketing thing. I didn't really know or understand what it meant. I just knew that you could start a business, learn, grow, do personal development. I thought it would be a really nice way for my mum and I to reconnect with each other by doing personal development and using network marketing as a platform for her to do personal development with me. Mm -hmm. And um, on the journey of personal development, I found life coaching. And then I went to a two-day life coach, or to a two-day personal development course by myself. And at the end of the two days, they asked me to come and work with them. I did a seven-day program with them. And I learned this really cool stuff that I didn't even know even existed. So this crazy meditation stuff, breathwork meditation. And then I decided that that's what I wanted to learn. So I went on the journey of learning kinesiology, NLP, hypnosis, timeline, and studied life coaching as well. And at the end of that kind of journey, I started coaching women in network marketing on their mindset and their inner resistance and how to propel within their business by using different tools and techniques other than what the strategies that their upline was teaching them how to do. And um, I started seeing phenomenal results really, really fast within their businesses because then they started focusing on the things that built wealth for them opposed to um, focusing on the things that were keeping them paralyzed from moving forward. Mm. I, I so love that story. Um, I don't know if you have more to share, but like if we could just put a little thumbtack in there and just like, I just, yeah, I just love how like, first of all, like you use network marketing as a tool for personal growth for you and your mom to heal the relationship between you two. That's incredible. Like I've never heard of anyone use network marketing for that. Usually it's like financial freedom or like whatever, right? Life of your dreams. Um, and so I'm curious, like, did that help you and your mom in that process? Yeah, it really did because we would sit down together and try to figure out this network marketing business. And it was around creating some money, but my main, yeah, my main purpose was to build a relationship with mum. So we started watching Wayne Dwyer. I can't think of the movie now. <laughs> one of his movies or one of his YouTube clips yeah. and um, listening to different podcasts, listening to different things, going to events, getting out of the house and just spending more time together and actually talking about something that we're 
we both had a passion for mm. that was not around family. It wasn't around anything other than, yeah, trying to figure this business game out of network marketing and what <laughs> that really looked like and meeting of really amazing people on the journey along the way and trying to figure out um, the internet, like all that fun stuff, spending money on different courses, going down to Melbourne to do team events and going up to Queensland to do team events and going to different things. So it was, um, yeah, it was fun along that journey. And then from working with network marketers, I've moved into working with women in business and helping them from where they are right now to where they want to go through using their mindset. And I also now work with a business strategist and kinesiologist within my programs as well to really excel the whole package yeah, I um, I think like just even just talking to you from like when we were talking last week and even now it's like like you have this really amazing energy that it's like I just want to be in your space and learn more. Um, and I think like you were saying how you were doing that two day training and then they brought you on to do seven day training. I, I that's incredible. Like I'm so curious. Like were there like a lot of people and like they just saw you and pointed you out <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> She's incredible. We want to have her on the team, you know, or was it like? In the two-day program, I think there would have been maybe around 40 people in the room. That's so cool. And then in the seven-day program, I think there was around 60 or 70 of us in the room. Um, But there was people from all over Australia within the seven-day program. Um, Yeah, and at the end of the two-day program, so that was the first kind of thing, I just became really good friends. Oh, I just started connecting with the people that were that were running the event and the crew that were supporting and everything. And, yeah, they were like, we'd really love you to come and work with us and train you up and teach you lots of different things. And so that was, that was pretty fun. So my background's been hospitality and personal training. So I'm a people person. Yeah. <laughs> I love being around people and... Um, watching them learn and grow and serving and just having fun. And at that point in time when I went to the personal development weekend, I just wasn't having fun in life anymore at all. So I was wanting to reconnect with me and figure out how to find that fun again in life. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, yeah, I was going to say, I love how you titled yourself, uh, what was that? Mindset queen. Yeah. So can you explain mindset? I know that's really weird, (laughs) but like, (laughs) like, yeah. How do you think of mindset? Cause there's so many people have different mindsets, right? And so like, how do you help someone change mindsets? So our mindset and our belief system really gets um, structured and molded between the ages of zero to five. And when we're in that state, we're in when we're in that state, when we're that age, we're in the theta state, which is where you are in a hypnotic state hmm. um, all the time. And we can recreate that. So before we go to bed and when we first wake, we're in that state of mind. So we can start reprogramming our minds now to how we choose to want to look at things. So in regards to mindset and belief system, I find very similar so if you and the way that you view the world and it's really around questioning yourself and asking yourself is this truly how 
I see the world or is this just somebody else's belief system? Am I getting it from the media? Am I getting it from my family? Am I getting it from friends? Who are you hanging around and are you, are you being lifted up by the people that you're hanging around or are, they, are you feeling heavy and drained and tired by the time that you leave them? And mindset is all around um, how you see the world and how you want to be seeing the world. So you can shift and change that. And there's a lot of inner resistance that happens. So it's that little voice inside your head that comes out to either help you <laughs> or destroy you, really. Mm-hmm. And if you allow it to destroy you and go to the negative, the negative way. And, you know, we talk about being in a positive mindset all the time and it's just not life to be positive all the time because you've got to go through those emotions and feel the emotions. And when people say you've got to get over it, I, that was something that I used for a very long time. And I realized that you actually have to move through the emotion, through the feelings and the situation so that you can take the learnings from that. So that when that situation comes up again, you look at it and um, move through it in a different way because you've got those tools and those skills and becoming aware of life and living more consciously and intentionally. So it's about how do you wake up in the morning? Are you just going through the motions or are you creating your life? Are you creating the way that you want to see the world and how you want to be seen within yourself? And I've done a lot of work over the last pretty intense stuff over the last, I guess, three months in regards to um, really up-leveling my own skills, my own, inner world and cleaning myself out um, with my inner resistance that I've had in my world. And I know that you've watched my journey within the school Mm -hmm. and my highs and my lows and my video that I did, I think on the weekend on Friday or Saturday when fun Lexi came out with a red lipstick. Yes, I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) And I've found the fun me again Mm. as well. And what does that look like and feel like? So I just remember when I was younger, like I had no care in the world. There was no, I had no kind of what would people think about me? What would they say about me? I was just me. I just had fun and just did my own thing. And then as we get older, we start putting these walls up and these judgments and these this and that. People say you're being too loud. You're doing too much of this. And that's not even your own stuff. That's other people's things that you've taken on. Yeah. So really coming back into who you really are and uncovering who that inner inner person is so that you can shine on the outside. Mm. So what would you like suggest as like, how do I know it's me versus thoughts from the external world? Like how do I come back to myself? So really questioning what is going on around you and inside of you. So Um, one question I always like to ask myself is, is this expansive or contractive Mm. or um, I can't even say the word this morning. Where's this? Yeah. Expansive or constricting. That's the word I'm looking for. Contractive (laughs) works too. (laughs) Constrictive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then asking yourself, is this, and if, if it doesn't feel aligned, is this feeling aligned with who I am is does it does it not feel aligned and is this my stuff or is it somebody else's and when you start asking yourself these questions 
you can start really tuning into what the answer is that comes up. And if asking the question is something that you're struggling with and you are not hearing the answer because your mind is quite cluttered or it's busy, Mm -hmm. one thing that I get my clients to do, which I find really, really helpful, is they do a brain dump. So get a piece of paper or a book, a journal, put a timer on for 10 to 15 minutes and just get all the noise out of your head. And what I mean by getting the noise out of your head, writing anything. Lexi told me to write down anything for 10 minutes. I'm just going to keep writing. I can hear the birds outside. There's a fire engine going past my house. I'm just going to keep writing until my timer goes off. And you just blur, just let everything come out onto the piece of paper and then ask yourself a conscious question and allow whatever answer to come through to come through and write that answer down. Um, So some of the questions you could ask yourself are, how do I want to show up for myself today? How do I want to show up for my husband, my wife, my um, whoever Mm -hmm. in the world? Um, So becoming more conscious and becoming aware, but it's the little tools and techniques that you do on a daily basis that start helping you uncover what that looks like and who you really are around that, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm, Totally. I love that. Yeah. So brain dump first. And then after that, start asking conscious questions. Yeah. The conscious questions. And that's, and when you start having conscious questions, that's when you can start really, um, understanding who you are and what it is that you're about in regards to um, living the life that you really want to be living. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know where you're at right now and you don't know what your bigger vision is, you don't know if you want to be starting your own business or you're at the beginning of starting your own business, really feel into what does that, what do you really want that to look like? So you can ask yourself the same questions every day when you're doing the journaling exercise. But once you get the noise out of your head you start finding things one of my clients for the whole week she didn't realize that she was hiding and so every time she did journaling didn't matter what question she asked herself it was all around her hiding behind the telephone hiding behind her computer and not actually putting herself out there she wasn't getting um she wasn't cleaning her teeth when she first got up in the morning. She wasn't having a shower. She wasn't brushing her hair. She was just getting up and going through the motions, walking to her home office in the, and sitting in her pyjamas all day until she had to go pick the kids up from school in the afternoon. And even then she kind of just pulled her hair back and she's like, I didn't even know that I was doing that because mm-hmm. she wasn't aware of her programming and the way that she was doing life. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's quite a powerful tool when you start, start understanding how you play life out and how you do life on a daily basis and start living intentionally and consciously. I just feel like it's so easy for people to just do what you just said, right? Like it's kind of like being on that hamster wheel, basically like going day in, day out. It's like you're living this habitual routine and you're like, like you're asleep. And so I love how you're talking about, okay, like, start waking up and being more conscious of like what we do and how we do it and that we are life isn't just happening for us right like we're a part of it so I love what you were just saying yeah and we get we're so addicted to getting up and looking at our phone and jumping on Facebook or Instagram or looking at our emails and going oh my goodness I need to be in service of somebody else which is great but 
then you start losing yourself because you're not filling up your cup and who you are first. And doing meditation and journaling are my two first things that I do in the morning when I first wake up and start living intentionally and asking myself, what is it that I want to do today? Or who is the person that needs to hear from me today? And start asking myself those questions and doing a visualization meditation or whatever that looks like for me on the morning. However, I feel after I've done my journaling, people like to do their meditations first, then journaling or journaling, then meditation, whatever that looks like. And some people can't um, struggle to even meditate. So I've got a client who, um, instead of meditation, she, I, I have to get her to get out of the house because she's quite depressive. And the other day I spoke to her and she was she's like, I'm just really down in the pits. And by the end of the conversation, we were laughing and 10 minutes after we got off the phone, she sent me a message and said she had a client booking to work with her that night, which was cash money coming into a bank account. And when I got on the phone, she was stressing out about money. But by the end of the call, within half an hour, she was making money. So it's pretty powerful once you start switching your mindset over to what it is that you truly deeply want and focusing on the things that you actually want, not the things that you don't want. Mm. It's really powerful. Yeah. So now you transition to working with like, basically you do coaching for just, is it mostly for entrepreneurs or like how, who's your, the people that you tend to work with? Uh, the people that I tend to work with are women who are in business, who have been in business for six to 12 months and they're getting by within their business. They're making money. Um, but they still have underlying challenges around their money mindset and belief system of are they worthy of the money that's coming into their bank account. Um, and the main thing that comes up is the money, but it's never about the money. It's the underlying emotions underneath the money, which comes up to self-worth and mm. the inner resistance and the stories that come up. So I had one client say that she can't afford to work with me. And I, first of all, said, do you even know how much I charge? And she said, no. <laughs> oh <my laughs> so, well, how do you know <laughs> you like, can afford oh me or not? <laughs> and then we broke down how much money she was earning in, a, in her business. And I said, well, you can definitely afford me. And it's a fraction of what you earn per week. And she's like, I didn't even know that I was earning that amount of money. Mm. So she was paralysed by not even being able to see how much money she had in the bank account, but she'd already dismissed the help that she knew that she wanted because of old stories. So the women that I work with have been in business, um, either in network marketing or um, they're creating an online business and really helping them dig deep into where they want to be heading within their business and I really help them create more time and space for themselves and they increase their income within weeks of working with me yeah you were you were sharing that how like um like that example that you just gave like after 30 minutes like your <laughs> client was able to like she just got cash coming in um and you were sharing a few other stories like that like once you work with a client and they shift their mindset and it doesn't have to take long, right? 30 minutes is nothing. Um, like shifting that state, it just opened up that energy flow. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got 
another client who's over in the state who was like, I really want to work with you, but I can't afford it. And I said, that's okay. How much can you afford? Let's just get this started and we're going to build on it. And she opened up a bank account. She went, I can afford you. She hadn't even looked in her bank account. She didn't even know how much money she had in there because she was petrified of it. That is Ooh, this is a good one. This is one thing that I've actually just started using within my business around money and mindset. Um, so the word debt, I'm in debt. I've got this debt that I have to pay off. I need to pay it off. I want to pay it off. Want, um, oh, I can't remember how long ago, but back in, like when want was first, um, like the meaning of it means lack. Mm. So in the world now we say use desire instead of want because want is means lack. So if you want something, it means that you're lacking it already. So that's why we don't use that. And need has a yeah like kind of gross energy behind it. But instead of using the word debt, talk about closing your financial loops. So what financial loops do you have open that you desire to close? Now, when I started doing this in the last couple of weeks, like magic's just happened. What am I, because I was calling them debts, debts, debts. And I was like, oh, and they were being paid off, but not as fast as what I had desired for them to be paid off. And I started talking about what financial loops can I close now? What, how can I start closing these financial loops? What has to happen and since I started calling it a financial loop, they're just starting to close. More mm. money's flowing into my bank account because I'm talking about a loop that needs to be closed opposed to paying off a debt, which is heavy and bleh. Yeah. When you call it a financial loop, because those when you've got loops that are opened, they're draining energy from you. Mm. So have a look at what's in your world that's a loop that's being open. Is there a conversation that you need to have with somebody who... Um, is draining energy from you? Is there some finances that you can start closing those loops? What does that look like? Even if it's, you know, $20 a week to pay that loop off and start chunking it down per week, if you know that that's what you can put away. Um, and I've started using that with my clients and it's been a huge shift in energy as well around calling it a financial loop opposed to financial debt. Mm, I love that. Especially like with the loop, you see a circle and it's like, okay, we just need to close it. Like we need to just tie that loop up. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. a little bit more positive in terms of uh, what you're saying, the energy around it. Yeah, it's huge. And yeah, I just thought I'd, uh, it just popped into my head. So I thought I'd share that. Yeah, <laughs> with you thank you listening. for that tip. I love it. That's good. Yeah. 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 And so when, um, when you're working with people, um, because you said you also do kinesiology. Like, do you also have, like, other techniques that you work specifically with people to, like, overcome blocks or? Yeah, so I now have a kinesiologist on my team that I use. I've studied kinesiology, um, but it's not something that I really went into, but I really, like, I understand how it all works. I totally get it, but um, that's not the direction that I went. I really love um, NLP hypnosis and timeline. So I do a lot of shifting energy out of your body through hypnosis and timeline. So if we were having a conversation and you had a challenge that felt restrictive, and then I'd ask you where it would be, like where are you holding it within your body? 
say my chest is really tight. So then I take you through a process and would release that tightness in your chest out of your body through mm. conversation and taking you back to when that tightness came into your body. That's awesome. So you could do that. You don't have to be in person, right? You could do that virtually. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Just on the phone or on a zoom call. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I have to say like, just, um, I just love like, I don't know what it is. Like you just have this like goddess, <laughs> like you radiate <laughs> this goddess energy. Um, and you like, and like, you're just powerful. Like, I can feel that. Um, yeah. And I think it's, it's because of the work that you've done for personal growth and just realigning your mindset. Cause I'm sure like how you were sharing your original, like when your story, like it's a total 180, right. From who you were then to who you are now. Oh, completely. And it's really interesting um, listening to other people's conversations and where they're at and where their mindsets are at and their education and everything from where I've been to where I am now. I love hearing other people's stories, but watching my clients from where they are to where they want to go mm. and how fast things can shift and change so dramatically from week to week. It's just, it's phenomenal to mm. watch that. And we're always learning and growing. And if you're not continually growing, your business is never going to grow. So if you're not personally growing, your business is just not going to grow. So it's about taking those daily steps of growth to get yeah. to where you want to go. Yeah. So what if like a person, um, I don't know, let's just give an example. So let's just say like they're consistently earning, let's just say like 5k a month, right? And they're happy, they're doing well, but they're feeling like their, their income level isn't increasing per se, like they're hitting that limit. Um, what's your advice to them? My first question would be to ask, what's that next level that you want to go to is, do you want to double that income or do you want to go up to $7,500 a month? Um, what does that, first of all, what does that look like? And then the next question would be, what is happening within your business for you to be consistently at the $5,000 mark? Are you having consistent clients coming through? Are you um, running a group program? Do you need to get one more client? Do you have the space? So finding the energetic space within yourself first. So what's the energetic space that you have within your body to create more space to have a new client come through or for you to create a new group program? So it's really all about, first of all, asking those pivotal questions is what is it that you desire to be the next level of income coming through? Do you have energetic space for somebody else to come through? Yeah, I love what you said about energetic space in your body. <laughs> I'm that's like I love energy work and I love energy and so it's like especially as it relates to our embodied self, right? Like we have this body that we live in. Um and so what does that mean like when you say do you have energetic space in your body to hold that, right? Yeah. So are you busy being busy being busy? knowing I need to do this, need to do that? Or are you creating that space? So figuring out what is keeping you blocked and stuck. Is it um, you're going out for coffee with the same person every week and is that person that you're having coffee with, are they energetically increasing your vibration or are they pulling you down? 
So do you maybe need to stop having coffee with them once a week, maybe doing it once a month and creating that space for that new client to come through? Mm. Are you having, what are the conversations that you're having with your closest friends? Are they, um, so I know with one of my girlfriends that I speak to, there's a lot of money stuff that's going on with her. I don't coach her. It's her own stuff. Mm -hmm. My really good friend. But her belief systems around money stuff, I know that I have to pull away from her sometimes and not have conversations with her because that pulls my energy down, which then in turn clogs up my space to bring in more stuff for myself because sometimes I can get hooked into her story Mm. and then I'm like, hang on a second, that's not mine and allow that to release. So Mm. who is in your space right now that possibly is draining your energy that you could potentially not cut them out of your life by any stretch of the imagination, but maybe just pull back on the amount of time that you're actually spending with them until you become quite strong and you're building up that, that income that you want to be building up or creating that new program or calling in that new client. What does that really look like? So it's about really figuring out who, um, who you are and what you feel that you desire to release from your Mm. body. I feel like that's relevant in general, not even just like if you want to, you know, break through an income ceiling or whatever, but even like starting a business, right? Like who are you surrounding yourself with? And like, you know, are they encouraging you? Are they draining you? Um, So that's like, that can be so relevant for all different stages. How can people learn more about you and um, find out more about your stuff? Yeah, so um, like I was saying earlier, I was coaching only women network marketing. So if you're in network marketing and you'd like to know a little bit more of what I do and how I do that, you can head over to alexis-jane.com where that is all around multi-level marketing and how to increase your business and that's um, it's got some information around how I can, how we can work together. And if you go to Lexi Jane on Facebook, um, that's where I am. I am going through a little bit of a rebranding at the moment. So Lexi Jane is a lot more fun as we're talking about before. (laughs) (laughs) Alexis Jane. Um, So I'm shifting over to Lexi Jane. So Facebook is the way to get most updated stuff from you. And then for folks who are interested in network marketing, like mindset around it, um, they can check out your website and you're going through a rebrand, which is awesome. I'm excited to see what unfolds. Me too. (laughs) I love it. I love it. We all need to have more fun. So. Yeah. And the more fun you have, the less resistance you have, which means the more business you have coming in because you're energetically vibing a lot higher for people to be attracted to you coming into your business and oh, into your life in general, not just your business, um, creating new friends and new connections. I love that. More fun for everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lexi. It was such a pleasure. You're so very welcome. Thanks for having me on. Take care, everyone.
Hey, I am so excited to share that on Monday, October 21st, 2019, I'll be hosting a free five-day Unlock Your Inner Confidence Challenge. If you've been wanting to transform limiting beliefs and boost your confidence in a safe community of like-minded women, then this is totally for you. This five-day challenge will be hosted over our private Facebook group community, and I am seriously so stoked to finally be offering this. Please join us. It's going to be so fun. Invite your friends who you know can benefit. Details and sign up are in the show notes. The links are provided, or you can also visit my Instagram profile, michellewong.xo. Click on the profile link to learn more and to register. I'm seriously stoked. See you there. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Emergence podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and thank you in advance for sharing this with others who can benefit. Until next time.